Welcome to Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. Every man and woman has one. What's yours? And now your hostess, Miss Jocelyn Stone. Hello out there in podcast land. This is Jocelyn Stone. And oh, I want to talk about sick addictions. But I keep trying and trying and trying to convert my BFF over here to have a sick addiction. She's she's fighting it. She's fighting it. But let's see how hard she fights it today. It is Rebecca Love. Honey, you are my sick addiction, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's my fetish. Oh, is that it? (laughs) That's it. I get my freak on with you. I love it. Mentally. Mentally, mm-hmm. I poke at your at your brain bubbles. <laughs> yes, after every podcast, I have to decompress. <laughs> I I don't doubt that. Right? I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so today, because you are a social media whore, I get off. On all, it. <laughs> I know it gives her <laughs> it gives her sticky panties. <laughs> <laughs> gets and then it makes them really wet that she gets to do podcasts and teach you all about it. See, that's your addiction. Sucking people in. That's what it is. You- I've always had an addiction with sucking. So <laughs> if it's podcast, if it's if it's a blow job, I'm there. I'm first in line. I'm popping up tents before the doors open. Damn, mm-hmm. she's a tent popper. I am Little a tent popper. I just pictured like you on stage and and out in the audience, these little tiny pup tents. You know those little one man tents. Oh yeah, little pod people. <laughs> like all of a sudden, boink! There goes one. Boink boink! There goes another. <laughs> boink, boink, boink. They just start popping up. Exactly, popping up pup tents. Yep, I'm there. <laughs> and you like camping, so that just works. It does work. I've never <laughs> done indoor camping tra- since I was a kid, but yeah, that would work. <laughs> oh my god, mm-hmm. what the fuck is wrong with us? This is brilliant. Well, okay. Um, the other day, this is episode one eight zero, and it's social media made me do it. Oh, yes, please. I am super excited about this one. <laughs> I must have changed that title like five times. And that one, yeah, social media made me do it because there's so many different versions of social media and how how you link in and stuff. We'll get to that. But I want to do a little uh, kickback here to the episode I did, um, do dresses like a lady or dresses better like a, than a lady, something like that. It was about, um, it was episode 178, the LGBTQ community and that their freak flag flying and the additional colors and stuff. And at what point I started it off with, at what point do you, um, allow a child that feels that, you know, they're in a boy in a girl's body or a girl in a boy's body at what point do you say fuck society and and say yeah go to 6th grade wearing a dress my son <laughs> at what point is that okay and we both kind of went well go through the society understand uh, who you are as an individual what you really do want pros and cons and build it um build it up from there so i read 
this um, and I'm I'm sending uh, a link to in for the show notes. It's a genderless baby. And that is was pretty much the title. Um, a baby becomes world's first um, gen- gender marked unknown. Didn't Canada start this law or something like that? I think I read something about it the other day. Well, it says for the first time, um, let's see, at what time do you teach the the society basics and stuff is, is my thing. This is where I'm going with this. But an eight-month-old baby is possibly the first person in the world to have their gender marked as unknown on their health card. So I'm guessing birth certificate. Surly, Surly's the child's name, um, Otley, A-T-L-I. Gender was marked as a U instead of an F I'm surprised if they couldn't figure out the gender, they couldn't, they could figure out a name. And yeah, because I'm like, Surly, I guess that's in between. But you are absolutely correct. You did see something. It is on the Canadian health card. Standing for undetermined or unassigned. That is what the U means. The baby's parents, uh, parent, the baby's parent, Corey Dottie, D-O-T-Y. And it's Corey, K-O-R-I. So I'm assuming that would be the mama. The one that uh, this, it popped out of. Does not identify as male or female. And prefers to use the pronoun they and wants to raise surly genderless until the baby has a sense of self and and command of vocabulary to let me know who they are. It's already hard (laughs) enough when you're born into this goddamn world. (laughs) Can't you just make it easy? And first of all, I'm sorry, but gender... I get it. It's what you feel inside, yada, yada. But if you really want to go down to the scientific figuring it out, just tell me, is it an X or a Y? Give me those chromosomes. That's what they are. If later in life that kid wants to figure it out, by all means, there's a way to change it and do whatever, like getting a fucking tattoo at 18. And uh, yes, yes. At 18, when you're a legal adult, you're still figuring things out. Shit, I didn't know my butt from my elbow when I was 25. So, um, but when it comes down to it, it's really interesting to me that how is this child going to know and understand and be able to make a choice? It could be a girly girl that likes to ride skateboards. Sure. You know, so how it, it just did Life not make sense to me. Life is already confusing enough. You have to play the game of society. We don't play very well at it, but we still right. conform to it. Even in our industry, we still have guidelines and we play well with others. You have yes. to teach them the basics. The basics, the rules, what the game there is. There is a rule I mean, to society. And and at this point, you know, there to me, this genderless parent that popped out a baby. Okay, you're a chick. You're not genderless if your Nunu just hatched a baby. You know, there's no question of what gender you are. Now, if you like to go out and wear boys' clothes and things like that, okay, I'm down with that. I'm super down with that. But 
you can't say that this child is genderless if it has a penis or a vagina. That you know just, what I will uh, give it to the wow. people that have um, uh, is it hermaphrodite that have the penis and the vagina? Yeah, the both. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. But honestly, if you took a test to see where the chromosomes lie, that's your gender. Yes. It's just a physicality. It doesn't mean that's what you identify with because now you're labeling females and males. And we all are individual and we come in different shapes and sizes and thought process. But the yes. physicality, sorry, you have a gender. Thank you. And that is that was the thing that I just didn't get. And I was like, am I just fucking nuts? Or, I know. People are going to listen to know? this show and go, oh, my God, Rebecca, you're so wrong. And you know what? I might be. But that's just how I think. That's just my opinion. It, it, you got to start with something. And it's like the uh, structure. You have to have you structure. Know, you got to have some sort of structure. And that's the way I look at it. You have to have some sort of structure. There's a bedtime. There's a, a certain activities. Kids you know, need you it. can choose. You can choose. There's also learning things. Not, oh, you want to draw on the walls? That's okay. Now you can't take the little fucker, untrained fucker, out to your friend's house because the little son of a bitch doesn't know rules, doesn't know the line and punishments, and, and it, that that kid draws on my wall. Right, and you're out. I'm sorry, but does this happen in the animal kingdom? Somebody gets born, go, mm, I don't know if that's a male or a female. Right. Well, <laughs> she can roar louder than him, so she can be king of the jungle. No, no, that's not just not queen. how that's not how survival of the fittest works. No, it doesn't. And that's just give structure, give values, give communication skills. That knowledge is something you give for free. And I mean, that's something that we do on, on the podcast, the knowledge I have about stuff. I give it for free. Here you go. And you do the same thing. It was just social media. All par <laughs> good parents or semi good do, they do give you a little bit of structure to get through life. That's just too much chaos there. That's no it's way to way start. It's way too much because then because there's no structure, the the child is going to end up flip-flopping, not knowing. I mean, I, how many kids have taken advantage of um, being allowed to do what they want to do because their parents are divorced and they get to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? Well, I'm over here and mom's making me do this and the grass looks really green on dad's side. So I'm going to go live with dad. You know, because there's no structure, like you have to earn it, you have to communicate, you have to, there are rules. And and this chaos that this child will be um, raised in, how do you think later on in years, this child is going to function in a, a work environment? Not very yeah. well. It's being set up for failure and then on top of it, ridicule and Go by whatever the genitals are. That's what it is. Yeah. And as you raise your child, you raise your child with free thinking. I'm down with that, man. I am down with that. Just like getting a puppy. Yeah. I want to get. I want to get a puppy. Okay. Well, daddy's allergic to puppies. So, tell me the pros and cons. A six-year-old can tell you pros and cons. You just have to teach them. 
how to communicate like that. I want to wear, you know, my sister's dress or I want to wear my brother's blue jeans and ride his skateboard. Okay. Why? Well, I like that physical, you know, whatever. Okay. Or I I like to play with Barbie dolls. I, I want to have a family one day. Done. Put on that damn dress and let's sit here and play Barbies. It, it, and give that kid an okay to balance it out. That's it. But you got to start somewhere. You got to start with something. Right. And the clean slate was starting in the womb. When it popped out, okay, now you know what it is. Yeah. You know? Because honestly, if you're going to say no pronouns and no gender, well, then there's no goddamn name. Let let those fuckers pick it out because mine would have been strawberry shortcake when I was five. Okay? (laughs) You need some kind of structure. Later in life, people change their names all the time. Go for it. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. We have stage names. Yeah. It happens. So- it, later in life, you can be who you are, but you need some kind of structure to get there. And if you're in a chaotic realm, oh my God, you are not going to know how to get through society. You're not. Unless you're a hermit and living in the backwoods, then go for it. Free for all. In fact, you're homeschooled. You're good to go. I got a pet eagle because I live in Canada. <laughs> then do your thing. You do you. I love it. Yeah, that's it's I was so confused by it. And I actually just saw that this morning and went, what? I I was flabbergasted. So I actually added it in. And, you know, sometimes you get you get ideas, you get things from the Internet, from social media and just other people talking and giving their views. And you're going, I fucking hate you for saying that. Or, wow. You just made me think differently. And I kind of enjoyed that, it, that the poking at the, the brain bubbles, mm-hmm. you know, and that is, yeah. And that's where I come to the topic of today. Social media made me do it. Okay. We have no responsibility. We want to point the finger. We want to um, blame somebody else. We want to know who we can sue. I Sue fucking hate mother- Sue, pa- Sue happy people. Fucking Sue happy mother. Because if you can sue someone, trust me, it's going to come back around and somebody's going to grab your ass and bite it too. There you go. I, I had opportunities in um, the business world, sexual harassment, things like that. And this way before porn, way, way, way before porn. And I left a couple of companies and they're like, oh my God, are you going to sue and all this? And I'm like, no. No, I'm not that person. That's, that's not who I am. Mm-mm. I said, but... I won't lie about what happened. I won't bring it up. But if somebody says, why did you leave? I will say it. If you have a problem with me speaking fact, you sue me and I will counter sue you. That's I hear how you, girlfriend. I, I hear so, you. So, you know, defamation of character saying this guy did this. Oh, no, no, no. If it's defamation of character, please do. Please sue me for that because when I counter and the judge says, well, why didn't you sue for sexual harassment? Because I grabbed my fucking balls and I walked out like I knew what I was doing because I knew I was in the right. I hear you. So and having that structure and knowing who I am. But people are constant and and something that amazes me and this little tidbit that I'm going to have you um, listen to is fascinating. And I want to give total props, belly rubs, uh, 
back patting, all of that, even a little uh, smooch on the head um, to Warlock. Because he, yeah, it, it, he listens to both of our shows. He shows up at different events and stuff. Karaoke, Triple X, he's always fucking dressing. And I love it when he shows up. Oh, I know. Up. He, yeah, he participates. He really, really does. And I love that. And um, he threw this at me and went, holy shit, this is up your alley. I, oh, you haven't heard it. I've listened to it three times because I made notes. Okay. So um, I'm going to have you listen to this. And, ooh, I hope you are as passionate as me. That is a, such a shame. And in another disturbing case, a visiting Chinese scholar at the University of Illinois has now been missing for nearly a month. And authorities fear the worst and presume that she is dead. This morning, 28-year-old Brent Christensen, who's a former Ph.D. student researcher, is due in court, and he is facing charges of kidnapping 26-year-old Yingying Zhang. She was last seen on June 9th. But what type of case do the authorities have? Our legal panel is here, Attorney Jasmine Rand and Prosecutor Wendy Patrick. Welcome to you both. Uh, Wendy, this is so disturbing. I mean, apparently authorities have surveillance video. Uh, they say that she was going to get a rental check and, and, and missed the bus. And this surveillance video shows her going into uh, Christensen's Saturn Astra. Uh, is there enough evidence then to make that type of case against him, Wendy? Yeah, Eric, I'll tell you, there's no emergency that's too important to, to justify getting into a stranger's car. But I got to tell you, this is also a case that demonstrates you just don't know everything you need to about someone unless you've seen their Google browser history. Because here, what this man's history showed is time spent on a fetish website researching how to commit an abduction. So that kind of fixation reveals motivation, which gives context to the surveillance footage of her getting into his car. And then also remember, Eric, this is both research and crime and also cover-up because what investigators found is a, a thorough cleaning of the passenger side of that car and then on top of everything else this is all corroborated by his own statements last week which led to his arrest where he basically admitted committing the crime well i mean jasmine do you think that let's so you can get dna evidence perhaps from the front seat if there is any but what about those mm -hmm. internet searches there's a what this website that wendy referred to is called what abduction 101 who are they and i mean how do they have the stuff on the web so it's called, um, from, from my research, it's called Fat Life. They compare themselves to a Facebook or some other form of social media website, except this website is for people with, I guess, some type of, of sexual fetishes. When I took a look this morning, it does show that they have nearly 6 million followers. So there's 6 million people out there, whether that's Americans or worldwide, following this website. To me, this case really calls into question um, freedom of speech and freedom of association. As Americans, we all appreciate and know that it's fundamental to every democracy to have freedom of speech. But what, how much freedom of speech do we have? Do we have the freedom to have these websites that may or may not be inciting violence and inciting crime? And that's when we really start to cross the line. Freedom of speech is not an unfettered right, and it has to be balanced against other rights, like the right to life and, and the right this young woman has to her bodily integrity. Well, you know, a defense attorney will say he's presumed innocent, of course, under the Constitution. And Wendy, I mean, you know, defense argument will be like, it's a, you know, fantasy side. It, it, it's nothing in reality that he carried out. 
Well, you know, sometimes, Eric, we look at the, and Jasmine makes some good points about, well, really, where's the balance? It's provocation plus predisposition. Those are the two things that really give us a good, uh, good idea as to who is going to look at sites like this and get ideas to actually carry out these fantasies. Very, very dangerous. And what this man basically did is he was doing that research, but remember all of the context surrounding what he did, including his own statements, lend credibility to the fact pattern as we know it thus far that he did commit this crime. And I'll point out, Eric and Jasmine, that's all we know already. But remember that it, they don't want to compromise the investigation by telling us everything they already possess. The fact that they said they believe she's already dead obviously leads us to believe there's more there mm -hmm. and there may be more charges forthcoming. That's an interesting point. And finally, Jasmine, I mean, what do you think will happen? Uh, murder charges, potentially? I mean, that's the way that it's looking to me, and I think that this website could be key in determining exactly what type of murder he's charged with. For example, if there's direct messaging with the host um, or with other persons on this site, we may be able to show that he um, actually committed premeditated murder, which is first-degree murder. It may show us some insight as to whether or not this was a hate crime. Did he do this because this woman was Asian? Did he do it because she was a woman? And that could lead to some heightened charges as well. Well, you know, as Wendy said at the outset of this segment, uh, remember what he tell a kid stranger danger she apparently got into this car not knowing him so we certainly that's something no matter how old you are you've got to be careful of jasmine and wendy uh, a sad disturbing case thank you so did that make your butt twitch just a little bit because mine slammed shut so i'm going to give the floor to you rebecca was <laughs> wendy the blonde one I uh, and Jasmine I so. was the brunette. Okay, I don't know yeah. who's who, but I'm gonna say because the younger version, I'm gonna say Jasmine was the brunette. Jasmine needs to shut her by hole. <laughs> She's an idiot. Uh huh. She's a true uh, idiot. Wendy, you know, she was just portraying facts out there and freedom of speech and all that. Older and wiser. Older and wiser. But she didn't. She didn't uh, do any negativity to Jasmine. But Jasmine. She's an idiot. She needs to be. She needs a lobotomy. Um, <laughs> Ooh, she really pissed you off. <laughs> because, okay, so everybody listened to that, and I'm sure you agree. Uh, first of all, they were like taking FetLife, the site that we know for fetish Facebook. Fetish Facebook. Yes. That's fetish Facebook. It's FetLife. Fetish life right, but is what it is. And being able to talk to like-minded people about different fetishes, that's what it is, fetlife.com. And if you're looking for me, I'm on there. It's well, Jocelyn Stone. <laughs> the whole um, Fox News thing was like Abduction 101. They were just putting a title to it because I thought they were going to tell me about a website, abduction101.com or .net or somewhere. Right. No, they equaled it to FetLife. Well, hello, Craigslist is out there. Okay. Yeah. There's Facebook could be abduction. Okay. Yes. How about um for vanilla people? What about Tinder? Plenty of fish. Sure. Match.com. Sure. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers. I know we've thrown this out a couple of times, but you and I are ID channel addicts. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And I educate myself on there. <laughs> and that is exactly it. That was my point. And that's why I didn't want you listening to this earlier because I wanted that initial, you know, why the fuck did this bitch get in some dude's car she didn't know? Right. That could have happened on any site. Bingo. It in just, any I, chat I, room. And on the, on the, uh, uh, 
ID channel and, you know, the murder death kill stations that you and I are addicted to. Yes. Um, when it comes to those, how many times has, what was it? I remember watching one episode where it was a guy that was like a deacon in a church mm-hmm. and he was killing some bitches off. And yes. All this stuff. And they went to church. Yeah. He met them at church. She and, kept on, and, Jasmine kept on saying, Fet Life promotes violence. You know what? My ID channel promotes violence too, okay? But I know yeah. how to differentiate the two. One, you don't do. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, this is exactly what I'm saying with Jasmine. She's saying, you know, oh, Fet Life this, Fet Life that. Okay, it educates and and there are so many things. How many things the 12 Steps of Domination that I did took two shows educates how um, you approach, how you talk to people, how there's so many different things that you can learn. And just because uh, she's probably a, a serial masturbator that would never admit that she watches porn, you know, because that's not how society would, uh, it, it wouldn't be okay. And somebody that's got a foot fetish or something like that, or, you know, whatever. She's just so uptight and it's Very pointing uptight. the finger, pointing the finger, blaming. I I need to blame somebody. Oh, he was on a fetish site. We'll blame them. And that just because she's my mind. equaling fetish as violence. Fetish is right. not all that. Fetish it has a lot to do with the power of the mind and getting in there and and tweaking things. It's not about pain. No, it's not about pain unless pain is your thing. And it's not about and killing people. No, not at all. And it's also not about force. It's safe, sane consensual SSC. And I say that all the time and you never force somebody to do something that they don't want. Right. That's like saying rape is about sex. No, it's not. Yeah, really? It's not, but I felt like raping you. So what's your problem? It's about control. It's a, it's about humiliation. There's so much more to it than putting a penis in something. There you go. And and here's the thing is being in this world, uh, the the fetish world and being uh, – this is a place where there's areas you can write stories and do audio and all kinds of stuff. And rape fantasies, kidnap fantasies, did you know there's a lot of women that fantasize about that? No, I know. I do. Does not mean. (laughs) (laughs) I do. That's why I like my anime stuff because the monsters violate the the girls or the boys. I care less what gender. I don't care what pronoun. (laughs) (laughs) But I like that. I like prison sex. I like it. Doesn't mean I want it to happen. I like slasher movies. Doesn't mean I want it to happen. I camp. Are you kidding me? (laughs) <laughs> I go camping. I don't want to be sliced. I like the fantasy. I like going on that adventure. Yeah, I like roller coasters. I don't want to die. Yeah. Yeah. The the adrenaline, the excitement, the, you know, things like uh, a fantasy of, and this is something when I was a lot younger, um, and this is something where a fantasy could come true. My thing was, is, uh, um, I was so sheltered at, from a Seventh-day Adventist upbringing that 
I always, uh, I was fascinated by contact, physical contact and kissing and stuff like that. And I would want to go to a party with my friends at school or something like that. I would want to go to a party. And of course I wasn't allowed to go to a lot of them, but in that I would imagine kissing the boy that I liked and my fantasy would be everybody watching and going, Oh, wow. Look at her. You still do that, honey. You didn't outgrow that. That is a fantasy that that became reality, but I'm still stuck in that, that how simple it is, the kissing and everybody watching me. I wasn't humiliated. I got off on it. That's beautiful. You know, but I've also had things where it's like, ooh, doing a gangbang here would be fucking kind of fun. And ooh, what if they grab me and they did this and did that? And my brain will go to kind of a violent place. Mm-hmm. I did not want that violence to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want it in reality because seriously, you better kill me. You better. <laughs> Because if we you all ever have let those up, deep taboos, yes. it doesn't mean and, we act on them. Yes. And that is um, the whole fantasy like, whoa, is there something wrong with me that I have a rape fantasy? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really don't want to be raped. I really don't. No. But, but it is like this crazy little anxiety kick that goes off in your brain. And it's like, woo, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) But it does not mean I want to walk through a parking lot at 3 o'clock in the morning and have that happen. No, of course not. Because it's fantasy. You don't watch movies and portray them literally. And if you do, then you need to be taken behind the woodshed and shot because you don't belong in society. You're broken. And here's the thing, you don't belong in society and you're broken because you took it out of the fantasy realm and made it a reality and you forced somebody else to do it. With me, safe, sane, consensual is also you only do it with permission. And um, so like on the ID channel, these people that were on dating sites and um, then started Googling how to dispose of a body. Well, first of all, they're just idiots because, you know, you never go and Google or buy books to research. That's traceable. And don't use your credit (laughs) card. (laughs) Don't use your credit card. Use cash. Use cash. (laughs) But there's cameras everywhere. So you have to go backwoods. Yeah. Big Brother is for real. Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but here's the thing is. I want to know if this guy had been on Plenty of Fish, Match.com, something like that, um, would this Jasmine chick be uh, so like up in arms that uh, he was on a social site? Because this is strictly a social site. Yeah, you can't control everybody's actions. No, you can't because you know what? The social site that I'm getting eye raped and, you know, violated and everything on lately, just like because people feel like it, is LinkedIn. And mm. I'm getting a more abuse uh, for who I am and what I do for a living, even though all I do is uh, advertise the, the or talk about the podcast. Yeah. People come at me. If, it w- if there was a such thing as internet rape, eye rape, All of that stuff. I'm getting it all. It's LinkedIn. It's for business. They're idiots. 
so, but my thing is, is if somebody had come at me or had a conversation about something on LinkedIn, would this Jasmine bitch still be um, going balls out after LinkedIn? Or is it strictly because it was fetish and it's a cop out? Because blaming somebody else, being Sue happy and all of that and pointing the finger, I'm sorry, I don't care what sites he was on, but he uh, he made a choice. He made a choice and it wasn't just FetLife. If they go right. through the Google history they were talking about, there would be a whole bunch more sites to blame. Yes. This was a progression. It was a total progression where, you know, had he actually used FetLife to his advantage, he could have been a balanced human being and educated himself and went, wow, I'm really fascinated by this. Like yeah, but he was broken. He was broken because he took it out of the realm. Now, what about, and I want everybody to understand that some of those fantasies, um, I have actually watched um, a, a girl wanted to kind of live her rape fantasy. And it was a friend of mine. So it was a safe place. It was a party. Everybody was like-minded. Everybody was slowly throughout the evening informed, this is what we're going to do. She knows it's going to happen. See, this is still consensual. Exactly. But being grabbed, thrown to the ground, drug from one room to another, losing all of that power, um, it was a true... um, it was a rape scene, but it was but it was a scene. It was a scene. That's what we call it when we actually because uh, things that I do when I book a session, that's a session. Um, you know, I'm going to spank you. I'm going to dress you up. I'm going to do all these different things to you. And we've already determined, predetermined how it's uh, the topics. You know, the bullet points. We just don't know how it's going to play out yet. When you're at a party and you're up on a stage or something like that, it is a scene. And a scene is, um, you know, Rebecca's always wanted to wear the little schoolgirl outfit and get in trouble and get an over the knee spanking um, with a bare hand. But I will has- beat a bitch. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so would I too. But this is her fantasy. This is what she okay. wants. Blah, blah, Put blah. Put me in the plaid skirt. Let's go. Right. But, you know, you're socializing, you're doing your thing, and um, then so-and-so tells you, okay, we're going to do a costume change, and your costume that you're handed is the schoolgirl costume. So now you've got the anxiety of, oh, my God, it could who, – who was chosen to do this? Is it a guy? Is it a – no, I, I said I wanted a girl. Holy fuck, there's like six girls here, you know, and ooh – And it could go, the anxiety builds up and builds up and builds up and builds up. You could be having a conversation with me and all of a sudden Taylor comes over, snatches you up by the arm like a little girl and you come here, young lady. And it starts and everybody's watching, you know, and it's kind of hot. That sounds like a a mystery uh diner mystery dinner thing like that just sounds fun (laughs) it does and the thing is is it really could be a lot of fun but at what point is you know and it's already been agreed upon it'll probably happen at this one party so you've got a little tidbit of of fear (laughs) of oh my god you always have an out you always have an out 
always have an out. There's always a safe word. And, and, and that's the way, that's the way it's supposed to be safe, sane, and consensual. Because if somebody wants to tap out, they need to be able to tap out. Right. You know, and if you have a, a gag in your mouth or something, there's signs. You can do signs with your, um, with your hands, with your legs, with, you know, there is always a sign. So, um, a way of communication. So the fact that this person decided that he's just going to go out and do this and then he admitted to it. Was he reading the fantasy board? Dude, it was a fantasy. And had you been a well-adjusted human being and not some fucking psycho animal, you could have gotten in with these people, met these people and all of that, and possibly been in a scene like that. His cray-cray started in childhood, trust me. There was signs. There were a lot of you're signs. Not, you're not just going to switch one day unless it's self-defense. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. You don't just get super violent for no fucking apparent no, reason. No. There was a progression there and it just ended with that life. The last. Right. I'm sure he's. Listen, he might be his first human kill, but I am sure he's killed other creatures before then. His first human kill. That was actually well put because I'm like, hmm, hmm, listen to you go. And, and, <laughs> Something a life that, is a life is a life. <laughs> a life is a life is a life. Exactly. And I believe in the circle of life. Yeah. And the circle of life is if you're going to kill it, you better be ready to eat it. That Hey, I'm all for that. And I so do. So am I. So am I. And um, something else, uh, because they went balls out after fat life, and I wanted to do the LinkedIn, uh, those things are... It, Social media is what you make of it. And you have taught me so much about that. And there is one about Snapchat that we did. There's mm -hmm. one about OnlyFans. And um, FYI, keep posted with OnlyFans because Adult Film Star Network is actually doing an OnlyFans um, little tidbit. Yeah, OnlyFans <laughs> and... Speaking of social media, <laughs> And the Patreons... Weird. It just you can join one or the other, whatever you prefer, and it's the same content that goes on both. Very cool. Mm -hmm. That's going to be fun because I can shoot you over all kinds of stuff. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. But it's all in how you use it. We could use it for good or we can use it for evil. But I can remember also at, at like frivolous lawsuits, just pointing the finger and uh, – it just absolutely blows my mind how everybody wants to place blame and nobody. Because they is, play it like the lotto. Today's my really, day. I'm going to get rich. Do you realize how long it takes to get a lawsuit done? Let alone you can't work depending on what it is. Right. There's a lot of shit. By the time you add all that up, is it really worth it? Hmm. No, not really. Yeah. I don't think it is. I would rather live my life and move forward. Me too. But there is, and I wouldn't um, want it happen to me because there's accidents that happen in everyday life. We are human. Accidents are accidents. They really are. There's a, a there a, because you know Vegas. There's lawyers all over the place, and I'm trying to remember which attorney it is. His lawsuit is, you know, somebody goes. 
somebody was uh, a, a kid was texting while he was driving and hit my car in a somebody- wreck. Need a check, Glenn Lerner. <laughs> Glenn Lerner. Well, this one. <laughs> oh, the, different. The tagline. The tagline is somebody has to pay. Is it with two lawyers? Because there's this one cheesy lawyer. There's two lawyers, and he always does the finger point, but it's so overacted that he's I. He's so awkward. He's so I awkward. I fucking love him. And I don't know if they do that intentionally because every time it comes on, I wait. I'm like, no, no I got to see it. He is so awkward. What is his fucking. But name? he always Glenn goes, Turner. We are here for you or something like that. Yes, for you you for you and he's like awkward and like yeah. and, no if you watch his older commercials he just linked up with another lawyer yeah there's two and, of them and then he yeah. does that tagline and i'm like oh my god i love you because you're an idiot <laughs> he's a total <laughs> idiot but it is yeah he's just like super super awkward yeah he's awkward but um, speaking of the lawyers, that was just fun. If you come to Vegas, seriously, watch like any channel, any local Vegas channel, and you will see lawyer um, after lawyer what, after I lawyer. I find after those lawyer. links on YouTube. Cause oh, my God. I yes. will add them in the show notes. He is amazingly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but something that really tripped me out is there's a couple of lawyers. I'm not going to give them any puffiness at all on this podcast. Fuck them. But um, there are so many um, lawyers, especially in L.A., that would go after um, big dollars, big, big, big dollars, like the tobacco companies, um, The uh, because that's a choice. As far as I'm concerned, that's a choice. a choice. It is. And um, then also you have uh, concerts. And it, if you are in a mosh pit and you want to be up front and there's no seats and you know this band and this singer and you know this dude crowd surfs, you better keep a, a very watchful eye on him because at some point during the show, he or she is going to jump into the audience. They're not going to wade into the audience. They're going to fucking jump. And they expect their fans, their idiot fans that paid shit tons of money to get head bashed with this person's body, you know, at full momentum. Yeah. And, and you're shocked that you got fucked up. You're shocked what that gets you got a me? black eye. Somebody got his two front teeth bashed out because a person dove into the crowd. This person was known for doing that, but you're going to sue. Really? How can you sue over common sense? Yeah. And that is the, the thing that I just don't understand. Everybody wants to place blame. Why you knew you knew. And again, the, the research on the internet. Okay. You have watched this person's videos. You have watched MTV. Well, not MTV, whatever music channel yeah, they you're dating play us videos now, on. Honey. Woo. Yeah. You are just I, dating us. Cause the last time, when's the last time? I remember <laughs> how video killed the radio star. Yeah. And then social media killed MTV. There you go. <laughs> or MTV. YouTube. YouTube yeah. killed yeah. MTV. Yeah. YouTube, but I think it's Vivo or something like that. You can watch that official video. So, um, 
But all of this stuff, you know, kind of links in, you know, this, uh, you see, oh my God, I want to be in front because look, he's crowd surfing. I can actually touch his balls. <laughs> of course, that would be me because that would be her. <laughs> but I would be watching the whole time because I know this fucker's going to jump and I don't want to get fucked up. So people um, doing stuff that it, you put yourself in harm's way and they go, what? I didn't, I didn't know. It's right. stupid. But there's another one, and this one I wrote down because I thought it was fantastic. There's all different kinds of music, as we know, and I am fucked in the head. So everybody knows that I've got these like different waves of, um, yeah, aggressiveness. Sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> I love um, classical Chopin and Beethoven are two of my favorite. Um, to the point where I can get so into it that like Beethoven, um, uh, actually can like take my breath away listening to it where I'm like, Oh my God, I absolutely love it. But, um, don't get it twisted. I fucking love twisted sister. <laughs> <laughs> D Snyder is uh, a little nutty, but very intelligent individual. Usually uh, the nutty ones are very intelligent. Yes. Yes. And he was what the spokesperson when it came down to, um, Tipper Gore, um, and censorship. Mm -hmm. It was, it was D Snyder that, you know, but if you watch, you know what you're getting with their, with their music and stuff. Um, I like tool. I like, um, Godsmack of course is my favorite. Um, but I also like hip hop and things like that. So when I listen to these things now, hip hop, some things annoy me when the guy's like, oh yeah, I'm going to bend you over and pull your panties to the side. I'm thinking, oh bitch, you don't know how it works. You don't know how this works. This is a dual thing. Why don't you go get a fucking flashlight and fuck that? If that's all you're going to do is pull my panties to the side. Now, rap music and top 40 just gave me a fucking attitude. Because <laughs> motherfucker's talking about fucking and he don't know how. And that is, and, and it's within the first two lines of the song. He goes, oh, I'm going to bend you over and pull your panties to the side. Motherfucker, I will punch you in the neck. So, but... You know what you're getting into. You listen to the words and you see how it makes you feel. Okay. I'm not turning around and abusing guys that, that try to like, oh yeah, I'm going to be like, oh no, this is how it's going to go down. And I'm going to communicate with them. If that's how you think fucking is, then you got the wrong bitch. So I'm going to school you, baby. I'm going <laughs> to school oh, you. <laughs> Mama's going to tell you how her shit works. You know why? Because <laughs> she's the only one that knows. Why? Because I've been playing with this stuff since I was 10 years old. Believe me, <laughs> I know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, 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 amazed, it amazed me because rock bands that have been sued for their lyrics. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. So... Slayer in 1996. Now talk about some head banging fucking punch you in the neck type mosh pit. Oh, uh, it's amazing. And I love it. Yeah. It's when your it's theme true. song when you walk into a room. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel the tone of the room, you know. So these boys in 1996, they um, did a no-no. And they killed a girl. As a offering to Satan. And here's my part. Okay, if you're if you're gonna sacrifice someone and go, oh, I needed to sacrifice whatever. Um how uh how you, how are you gonna sacrifice your thing, this girl, 
and then fuck her dead body. How do you think Satan is going to feel about that? Really? You just defiled his his property. Uh, yeah. That ain't cool. So right there. You just served me- it up to your massa and now you <laughs> violated it. Uh uh-uh, uh, that is not how Satan doesn't work. do sloppy seconds. Uh uh-uh, uh, he's number one. He's number one. Yeah. So, with that, it amused me because I'm like, okay, they're saying that the lyrics to a song or whatever um, of Slayer uh, pretty much influenced these kids to kill this girl and then fuck her dead body. But they did it in the name of making an offering to Satan. And I was like, what level of stupid do you have to be to be an attorney that not only went to school, passed all your fucking classes enough and remembered enough to pass the bar to turn around and not just break down what I just broke down? There must have been some good money back in that shit. Parents must have been loaded. Yeah, it was craziness but but if I was a lawyer I could not represent stupid and that's the thing is these lawyers are representing stupid these boys went out and did what they wanted to fucking do you know I listened to angry music and hair bands and all that when I was growing up and oh yeah I felt the the power through the music where you can feel it you just want to punch stuff and but And believe me, I was not well-rounded because everything in my world was religion, religion, the Bible, the Bible. So when I rebelled, I rebelled hard. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I, I never blamed anything that I did, any of my stupidity. I was embarrassed by my stupidity. Don't get it wrong. Oh yeah. (laughs) I've got, I got a few walks of shame there. (laughs) We all do. That's how we learn. I got some of them that are, they're award winners, but Some of them were repeated. (laughs) Oh, my. I tried not to do repeat offenses, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a couple. Some of them were repeated. It it, it takes a couple times and then I go, oh, yeah. I I get it. (laughs) I remember how that feels in the morning. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Okay, I've done that a few times over and over and over again. My favorite. I try to nip it in the bud, though. If you're talking about hangovers, I try to nip that shit in the bud. I'm a little bit more educated now. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know when to tap out. You're like, okay, I'm gone. I'm hitting the wall. I got 30 minutes to get to the house. Uber. Yeah. Yeah, she really does. I have a fucking time clock in my head, and I just know. But could you imagine? It's like it's like an alcoholic with these with these um, lyrics and stuff. It's like an alcoholic turning around going, oh, but they said that the beer was full flavored and it was robust and I needed to try it. And then I got hooked because I'm too stupid to know when to put it down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. And this is, and I believe things are getting worse and worse and worse in the fact that there's no accountability. But this stuff, you know, with the social media. That's because we can't beat our kids anymore. I'll tell you what, I had the fear of my parents me too. in me. I really I did. I had the fear of that fucking Oof. paddleboard. And and when I say paddleboard, it was like, a, you know, the handheld cutting boards. 
Oh. Just the fear of it. Oh. Just the psychological oh. damage of what that could happen. Or the belt. Or the belt. Ooh. There was always yeah. something in the hand because they didn't want to hurt their own hand. Right. Yeah. But Mine that, was a thick belt or a thin belt, a paddle with or without holes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And it worked. <laughs> it oh, it worked. worked. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is when you face your parents you walk up to them and you actually have to tell them, I did this. Oh my God, I did this. And um, the fear of their disappointment and are you going to get a punishment and stuff? Now kids are like, yeah, I did it. What? What are you going to do? You can't hit me. I'll call the cops. By all means, get your ass out of my house. (laughs) But if they're underage. I know. I know. You know? There's, there's no structure. So, there's no structure. What's time no. out going to do? Not a fucking me, thing. I, it's not like I beat my kid, all right? But I'll tell you what. She was running with a knife one day. I fucking put her over my legs and she never did that again. Uh, there you go. A little spanking and um, some attention getting and there you go. And they're going to pay attention when you use that tone of voice. They're going to pay attention. But this suing everybody and everything, it just shows there's no responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, because um, these asshats would probably, you know, oh, my daughter was running with scissors and instead of stopping her, I let her because uh, you know, because I'm a cop out as a parent and um, I figured, you know, if she falls and stabs herself, I'm going to, I'm going to sue you know, I'm going to sue the scissor maker because my scissor or the scissors stabbed my child. It, 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 it makes, makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. But I bet you if we did enough research, we would find somebody that did it. Oh, sure. There's 7 billion people in the world. Somebody sued the scissor company. No Definitely. shit. And I think there would Definitely. be less. I don't know why this popped into my head. So this might be a squirrel moment. Guys, so. hold on to your chair. I like squirrels. It might be a fucking brain fart. Oh, I lost it. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. I <laughs> should not have pre-warned you. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me find it. Let me go back into my database of my brain. So um, scissors. Mm-hmm. Seven billion people in the world. Seven billion people. That's right, darling. Yep. It'll come back. Just keep going. It'll come back. Keep, just keep going. Why did I have to pre-warn you? I don't know. Oh, I got it. Oh. Yeah. I thought I had it. Hold on. Oh, here I got it. It just came back. Hurry up before I lose it. Okay. I would think there would be less deaths in America because I think... People that get a divorce think about the financial aspects of it and how much she's going to get or he's going to get and the alimony and the kids and the child support and all that when it should just be divorce for free because I think there'd be a lot less deaths because of the consequences. Ooh. I don't know why that came up in my head, but it made me think of the Sue Happy and then the get rich, get, get married, get rich with divorce kind of aspect. And I watch yes. AID channel and I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of married people that just want out. And the only way they can do it without disrupting their whole fucking lives, even though if I'm going to murder someone, it's going to be disrupted. <laughs> they can't think that far ahead. They get a, 
they fucking kill somebody so they don't have to do the D word. Right. Yeah. No, it should be, it should be, um, I think with the kids and stuff, like they don't want to do alimony or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair that, that alimony is across the board. I, I don't think that. Unless- I don't think you should have to be supported by your significant other. First of all, get your ass up and go get a job. Right. I get that maybe you supported him by raising the kids and he went to school and he did this and that. Well, you chose that. Yes. You chose yes. that. If I go out and be a nanny to some guy, it's the same concept. I get paid for my job. They're not responsible for my education or to support me if I quit that job. Yes, absolutely correct. Marriage and should it, be about love, not financial institution. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But you should back each other. And, you should back each and, other. And the, the thing is, is like if you were a stay-at-home mom taking care of the kids and everything while he worked and footed the bill on everything and then he's going to bail, he wants a younger model, that's okay. Because you can go in and say, in front of a judge, say, you know, we want a divorce, but I need a little help. Um, Let's stick with this for six months. Help me out so I can get the certification to um, run a daycare. Okay. Because that's that's what the person's good at. Obviously, all the children lived, so you're not bad at it. Then there should be a limit. Yes, and it should be a short limit. Limit. A short limit. It should be. It shouldn't be half of the years that you've been together, because mm-hmm. that's what it is right now. Yeah, if you were stupid. married for twenty years, then it would be ten years you have to pay alimony. But um, it it should be um, reviewed every six months. I, just I think, think divorce is a big business. Be... It's a big business. Oh, it is. It's huge. But it's causing violence. Yeah, I'd really rather is. cut a bitch than, than turn around and pay those divorces. So stop all marriages. Hey. Stop them all. Stop <laughs> them all because they, they, they create violence. Stop yeah. them all. Shut her down. Yeah, shut it down. Shut it down. Throw, if you really want a wedding, throw a party. Mm-hmm. I was just reading like um, this thing, uh, social media, and people telling their stories where they – they um, got jilted at the altar. Somebody didn't show up. One guy actually ran out the door. Um, I, it ran was pretty, out the door? He literally ran. He acted like he was going to pass out and then turned around and just kept running, went and hopped in the car. And the guy telling the story was one of the people that was in the wedding and he followed him. He knew exactly what was going on, followed wow. him out, jumped in the car. So, I mean, um, but there's other ones where – People didn't want to disappoint others and, you know, it's like, okay, well, the wedding's in 10 days. Let's just go ahead and have the party. We don't have to sign the paperwork. Hmm. I know somebody that's living like that right now. The paperwork is not signed, but there was a wedding. There there was was a whole ceremony. Right. There was a, a commitment to each other. The government wasn't involved in their relationship. That's all. Right. They never filed, but the family doesn't know because everybody was pushing for them to for them to get married. Let me tell you what, the government can't even like control their own goddamn house. Do you really want them involved in your relationship? Fuck no. No. We did what was oh, we'll have to add this to the show notes. What is it? The crazy laws in different states that I did. 
It's like you're not allowed to give a blowjob or you're not allowed to use two dildos at the same <gasps> Life time. Life without and a blowjob? Like, that would be horrible. It's <laughs> well, the toys, I mean, come on. I'm a single bitch. You know what I mean? Hey, I use my <laughs> We'd get toys arrested. like a pogo stick. We would... <laughs> <laughs> oh, ghost. Oh, my God. I'm bouncing like Tigger in this room. Tigger bounce. Tigger, tigger bounce. bounce. Oh, my goodness. You are. That's right. I forgot Did about that. Did I ever that. show you my Tigger bounce or tell you my Tigger bounce? I know your Tigger bounce you only because on the Daryl Wright show, he oh, goes, okay. oh, you she know. did it, and I was a little freaked out, and I'm like, I've never seen it, and I'm not sure I want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I, I haven't seen it, but I know you do it. I feel and I like know, I'm going to get sued by Disney. I know it's Is it famous. Disney? Yeah, I yeah, think it's I'm going to get sued one day for the Tigger Bounce. Because a Tigger's a wonderful thing. See, I've got a Tigger. All right, you I got to do it because I know the listeners are Oh, like, my God. What is it? Do you have the spy cam on it right now? No, but most people listen to the podcast. So just get this visual of me bouncing up and down, and these double Ds are flying everywhere. Oh, my God. How do you not have permanent black eyes? <laughs> <laughs> they don't They don't reach my eyes. <laughs> my chin. Maybe my chin. Okay, ready? Okay. All right. A wonderful thing is a tigger. A tigger's a wonderful thing. Their tops are made of rubber. Their bottoms are made of spring. They're bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Fun, fun, fun. Most wonderful thing about this tigger is I will make you come. The wonderful thing about this tigger is I will make you come. I don't know why I can't sing it without bouncing. I don't know the words if I don't bounce. That is awesome. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> okay, my visual right now, she's not naked. I'm not. Which you do this naked, right? Or topless. Topless. Okay, and you, it, it's 4th of July weekend, and it is actually 4th of July 2017, yes, we don't. and she is wearing a tank top with a, an American flag across her tits. Merka. So literally, I'm watching the fucking flag bounce up and down. It was awesome. It's very patriotic today. <laughs> it's super patriotic. Mm. Oh, my, my God. My flag is flying. Her freak Merka. flag is flying. Lion. That is amazing. Honey, yeah, I look like the fucking spot. poster child for Walmart right now. Oh, did you get that at Walmart? Oh, I d yeah, I did. But I was just saying, <laughs> in, in theory. <laughs> <laughs> did you get that at Walmart? I did. Actually, I think I have a really obnoxious flag tank top that kind of goes over your bathing suit. Uh-huh. You know, it's just thin and kind of loose and... Yeah, and I really don't see the point to it, really. But I got it. <laughs> but I got it. <laughs> but I got it. And um, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's Walmart special. Yeah, sure. I want to say it was like seven dollars or something. I'm like, oh, I can wear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm such an idiot. Oh my god. So you guys will have to watch our social media because we're fucking idiots on our social media. But let me tell you something. If some guy is abusing me and eye raping me with his penis, unsolicited penis photos on Snapchat, I'm not going to sue Snapchat. I'm not going to sue LinkedIn, um, but I will scare the guy, the shit out of the guy that, um, that sent it. And all the other day I, I copied and pasted his business information and said, 
exactly who do you think that I should forward these photos in this conversation to? Paste. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, keep your fucking pathetic pecker in your pants. And then, I, and then I blocked him. Pathetic pecker in your pants. Ooh, that's a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked because it scared the shit out of him. You know, I'll handle my shit. I don't need to point the finger at somebody else. And I understand who I am and what I do. And people think because every time they want to see me, um, they put in a DVD and I'm being an unbelievable fucking whore every time, every yeah. single time. But what they forget is that's that's not real life. It's memorized. Yes, it is. I've never. No, I've done that. <laughs> She's trying to pull things that she hasn't, but she has. I'm trying, I'm You've never to... molested. Well, no, you have. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hmm. We can actually say, have never... social gatherings where you are not rapey. <laughs> yes, that's true. Because that is true. I, I could go Disney. I could go fucking Disney. Mm-hmm. I did Snow White. You literally. did. I did. Um, I did the Snow White thing at Karaoke Triple X. And um, okay, so my basket of apples and spunk lube was a little rapey, but I didn't use them on anybody. It, it was, was contained, just implied, and it was an implied fantasy. Implied, exactly. That's it. I brought it. If you would like to touch and fondle, that's fine. But it does not mean that I was going to bend over the closest boy, rip open the the packets of spunk lube samples that I was giving out at a bar because that's the kind of freak I am. It's karaoke triple X, of course. Shoot that little little envelope up in this guy's ass, squeeze ever so hard, and then lube up uh, the apple and jam that in his ass too. You didn't see me doing that. You didn't. No, but but I think there was an apple missing out of your basket. Was there? I don't know. Was there, honey? No. Okay. I, I got four and there were four. Did you leave before? Yeah. All right. You bitch. Mm. God damn it. I think I still have them. I set them on the counter and I haven't touched them. I'm like, I'm not eating those. That's <laughs> <laughs> because they've been I somewhere. I am not eating those. Well, everybody was touching them and playing with them and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, sure. I have to scrub them and then I didn't and, you know, whatever. But, um. You know, this this whole thing of the lube and the ass and the apple and the ass and all that stuff. I actually got to play with um it's Gape Gatsby. And um he can stick all, things like that apple in his ass. So that actually is a really fucked up ass fetish fantasy of mine. But you don't see me forcing it on somebody unless it's their fantasy too. And they want to try to live it out. Not everybody can do what he does. So, I mean, it's, you just, a fantasy is a fantasy is a fantasy. But if you would like to sit down and talk with somebody about a fantasy and go, hmm, I kind of want an abduction type thing, you know, then, then, okay, let's figure it out. But then I'm not going to tell you when it's going to happen. Yeah, but there's you know, still so you get there's the still limits. There's still boundaries. Yeah. There's still you're not crossing certain lines because it's a discussed consensual fantasy. 
Right. And we need to keep it there. And the only way that we can keep it there and keep it in check is kill all idiots. <laughs> Natural selection. <laughs> I say we somebody put- should have ate their young. <laughs> it's true. But the thing is, is if they didn't eat their young, then, you know, it's like the blow dryer, the, the big old fucking huge thing that I have to cut off of there in order to use my blood. Do not use in the bathtub. No, dude, go ahead. Do it. Do it. Natural selection. If you are that fucking stupid, at least you're going to only take yourself out and not 10 other motherfuckers because we keep trying to protect your stupid ass, you know? And, and it's natural selection. My ex went to, um, uh, traffic school and, the the CHP was, was saying, um, you know, that you have to wear your seatbelt and it saves lives and all this stuff. And my ex could really be a, a passive aggressive motherfucker. So he kept raising his hand. He had to be in this class for eight hours. So he kept raising his hand, asking questions and stuff. And he's very intelligent. And he kept asking, well, wait a second, natural selection. He goes, if you don't want to wear the seatbelt, then don't. Because you're the one that's going to get launched through the window and you're going to die. Because you were too stupid to fucking put it on. We told you why they were there. You didn't want to use them. That's your problem. So you selected yourself to exit this world. Natural oh, selection. Would, yeah, that would cut down population immensely. There you go. Well, I mean, everything is, you know, live longer, live longer. And somebody's got to die. Yeah, somebody's got to die. Somebody has to die. I mean, everybody's going to die, but we got to, we got to, yeah. Yeah. Unless, uh, you know, Mother Nature will come around and kick it her ass. wipe us the fuck out. Yeah. All right, it's it. time to do a cleanup in aisle four. And you know what? I think aisle four is Las Vegas. And let me tell you why. Because last week, 116 motherfucking degrees. Who pissed off Mother Nature? No you shit. Can, you could fry an egg on my on my little patio outside. I mean, seriously, one of these days I'm going to do that. I'm actually going to, you know, when it hits that again, I'm going to, I'm going to fry an egg it was and hot. I'm going to videotape it. It's still hot. We live in the mm. desert. We do. We do. But it's like, it's like, I, I understand, you know, 105, 106, whatever. I get it. But when you pass 110, that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Sue mother nature? Yes. <laughs> because I can. And I just showed you how I am going to point the finger. If I die outside, it is not it is not my fault. It was Mother Nature's fault and I would like and to And you're going to stink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? I may smell like bacon. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> mm, barbecue. What's cooking? Oh my God. We're so pretty. <laughs> We need to stop this. So social media, ah, oh, they made me do it. Of they course did. they did. It was force. And we just proved it 10 different ways on the adult film star network where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one. Oh, that's not it. Nope. Oh, I don't like that. Ugh. Oh, jeez, I'm never going to find the right one. This is going to take all day. Having trouble finding what you want? Yeah. Wait, who are you? Never mind that. 
Are you not finding the right vibe? Yeah, um, disembodied voice. Just can't find the porn performer who really gets you going? Yeah. Wait, how did you know I was looking for porn? Is your computer on? Well, yeah. Are you looking for porn? Well, yeah. <laughs> Enough said. You need to click right over to JocelynStone.com, the official homepage for the Orange County MILF. Oh, well, okay. Wow! It's like a central location for all things Jocelyn. Yep. Here you can connect to all of Jocelyn Stone's web shows, podcasts, and photos. Find out where she'll be appearing next and all the up-to-date news about her. Now this is something I can get into. Uh, maybe you should consider cleaning up around here first. Hey. And have you seen the dishes in the sink? Are you pitching porn sites or working for good housekeeping? Point taken. Head over to JocelynStone.com and immerse yourself in all things Jocelyn. Can you at least take out the trash? I think there's something moving in there. Please, please, Mr. Marvin, have a seat on the couch. Um, okay. This is my first therapy session, Dr. Thumperface. Please relax. Now, tell me about your mother. That's sort of personal, don't you think? Okay, well, uh, well, word association. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Yellow. Goldfish. Sexy. Goldfish. Nine-person anal gangbang. Uh, goldfish. Ah, Mr. Marvin, why are you here? Well, the truth is, Doc, I'm into some stuff, and I don't know if it's, well, normal. Oh, Mr. Marvin, there isn't anything such as normal when it comes to sex. In fact, here's a prescription. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone? New episodes every Tuesday. Listen to that at least once a week, and you will see that everybody has something that they are into. Okay, Doc, I'll give it a try. Well, our time is up. Seriously? I want to talk more about goldfish. Our time is up. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. New episodes every Tuesday on adultfilmstarnetwork.com. So, uh, Mr. Marvin, you can tell me. What is your special interest? Well, I'm into PB. PB? I, I must admit, I have not heard of that. Yeah. Peanut butter. Oh, Doc. I just love to... Next patient!